You're listening to 66.6 FM Radio TOVH The Flush Alright, let's test those levels 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 I think that's pretty good. Well, hey there, everybody. It's me, Joe Thrash and Kill. You're listening to another thrilling episode of the Toilet of Hell radio show. Uh, we got a full house, as you can tell by our exceptional harmonies. Uh, over there on the tenor, uh, we got uh, we got the golden boy, the internet sweetheart. I'm talking, of course, about 365 days of horror, as we like to call him Jordan. Jordan, how are you? My world's on fire. How about yours? Uh, that's the way I like it, because I never get bored. Uh, and to make sure we never get bored together, we got Breno. Breno, how are you? 365 days of chorus, the golden voice. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I, uh, no, that's zero truth. There's no truth to that whatsoever. Yeah, man. When it comes out of my, it's like, it's like I said the last time I was on, you just you say you're fine. Are you fine? No. So I might as well just like go overboard. I might as well just full tell it, just go, I'm doing absolutely fucking fantastic. Everything's awesome. Why? Why wouldn't things not be great right now? You gotta lie to yourself as soon as you accept it, everybody else can. Um, no, I think uh, I'm probably not alone in this one and that I would say that my mental health has taken a precipitous decline this week. <laughs> um, not to like make light of anything because I'm being absolutely genuine here. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, man, it's fucking, it's summer. It, it just like summer just rolled around like the first day of summer. We're supposed to have a cool summer and then the shit that happens happens. And, you know, it's putting a fucking damper on everything. Just always ruining the party. That's the problem. Yeah. Living in, living in a fascist state is not, is not as fun as I thought it would be, I guess. Um, I guess I didn't think it would be that fun. But it's pretty shitty, uh, nonetheless. Um, everybody knows uh, what's been going on in the world. Uh, everybody knows I would think that we're against it and that, like you, we are completely powerless at the moment uh, to do anything about it. Uh, so that doesn't feel so good, does it? Uh, any suggestions out there? If anybody has a, an idea of maybe how to get things back on track, I'm all open. Uh, I can't suggest anything anymore because you know <laughs> i've got ideas we just can't say them can't really say them uh yeah it seems like a, the only uh recourse in any of this involves extreme violence and uh once that you know box opens it's well you know you and your friends die too not a big not a big fan of that scenario either so yeah uh, but um joe biden said we couldn't so we joe biden uh before he said anything, said, uh, do not go out there and start violence, indicating to the world that uh, any kind of protest would probably be violent, uh, which is a great way to speak to the people that are ostensibly on your side, at least on paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's uh, it, it's definitely... Um I, I don't know. I'm I'm very interested to see how the next couple of weeks go, how legally this whole thing can be dissected and just absolutely torn to shreds because there there just has to be a way simply for um us to be a little less unhinged on a government level. Um, um things have to be done. So um one thing we can say is that uh we're three white dudes that make jokes about metal for uh for a way to occupy creative space that's that's who we are that's what we do and i guess the the best thing to do right now is just to to, to keep going forward with that but you know you know where we stand it's pretty obvious um things are fucked up things are bad i don't like them yeah pretty much um i know that we are uh three dipshits or whatever but we also did call this like a year ago <laughs> oh I, I didn't say we were dipshits Oh, I did. <laughs> if, if that's how you feel about us, then, you know. I, I'm just saying that even if three dipshits that mostly think about, like, uh, dudes that haven't been relevant uh, since, like, 1987, uh, if we can call it, like, it, the writing was on the wall. Did you know that Lemmy Kilmeister used booze to teach Sabaton's frontman a lesson in being a good dude? Uh, it seems counterintuitive. 
We're not reading that. Actually, that was in February. That just <laughs> that lets you know how like bad metal news has been lately. That I can have a February article go over my uh, timeline here. So, you know, uh, I, folks that have been listening to the show for years, I don't understand why you do it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, you guys might remember, I, I know that I got a few people DMing me about it. We uh, we played a band called George Washington on the show a while back. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Um, I told the story of like how how I found that band, uh, you know. Uh, the fella what introduced me to that band uh, died really, really suddenly and ex- unexpectedly this week. And oh, that, uh, that really has rained on my parade pretty hard. Uh, and, um, I, I went out last night, uh, like dog shit day, like working at the a mental health hospital all day, which is pretty fucking draining. Uh, and I went out and saw another band that, uh, he turned me on to, uh, which is a Wilhelm scream. Uh, I got really into back in college. Those guys are doing, uh, kind of a reunion tour right now with a new record. And, um, I gotta say like, that was actually ex- extremely cathartic for me to see a bunch of dudes, like an audience of guys that look exactly like me, <laughs> like to the T, <laughs> uh, and seeing a bunch of dudes on stage that are hotter now in their forties than they were in their twenties. The last time I saw them and absolutely shredding it and getting around and jumping into folks and getting to scream along. Like, um, it, it, it has kind of solidified the, the, you know, why I, I've spent so much of my life as a, as a weirdo music obsessive. Like it's one of the few things that can actually give you a bit of catharsis, give you a bit of meaning sometimes, especially when things are so incredibly fucked. <laughs> so I think that's really well put. I'm glad you said that. Cause you know, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm really happy to see how, a lot of people are reacting to this news and you know what's going on and it just usually so many things happen uh within our community that are not good in terms of takes and in terms of political commentary things like that and i think you've said it best it makes you feel like a fucking alien to yeah. just see how so many people in the population react to some major kind of news or something that's controversial. But I mean, I can say happily in this case, I think there's a very resounding common opinion in how things are going down with this whole Roe v. Wade overturn, um, specifically in the metal community. And I'm, I'm happy to see it. I haven't seen a lot of dickheads coming out. Um, Ronnie Radke is a rare exception. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to throw that left hook and there we go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just just clocked you square in the fucking jaw and left you one molar smaller than you were when I started, man. Yeah, Ronnie Radke, uh, this is just one guy who cannot shut the fuck up, will not shut the fuck up. And uh, I just want to remind everybody, he's a felon, so he can't vote. So his political opinion can only go as far as Twitter. Uh, yeah, uh, it, we are contractually obligated to uh, mention this every time his name comes up. <laughs> That no rock or metal bands are allowed to perform at any Six Flags venue because of Ronnie Radke beating the shit out of a teenage girl at one. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, uh, I don't think it's necessary to get too too deep in the exact quotes and you know what Ronnie Radke has to say. But um, his point, starting his starting point, is that banning abortion is bad and. Uh, okay, having control over women's bodies is bad. Yes, that's correct. And uh, you know he could end it there, and he could get off the keyboard. But nope, he's got to uh, he's got to take it to that next level and uh, make statements along the lines of, "Well, I'm glad we're all agreeing on what a woman is right now." God damn you, fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, just a uh, uh, you know, just a class act that there, Ronnie Radke. It has been uh, illuminating to see, you know, the, uh, the, the turfs and turf adjacent people just completely throw away the F entirely inside with fascists and uh, getting behind uh, the repeal of Roe v. Wade because they can stick it to their their many perceived ideological enemies and now real ideological enemies now. So uh, I wish uh, nothing but hugs and kisses for all of them. 
You know, now that I'm uh, now that I'm going down the uh, the fucking fishbowl here, Ronnie Radke is against abortion. I'm sorry, I don't know how I missed that. I think, I think the mix-up was he was trying to um, imply that people uh, on the left are talking out of both sides of their mouth in the fact that we think women's rights are very important and we think control over uteruses is a very strange, insane thing. Um, but on the other side, we can't seem to figure out what a woman is and who should really be called a woman. Um, but I, I think, you know, Republicans seem and, and people of the like, they seem very obsessed with with genitals and what they're called and what they do and what we're allowed to do and not do with them. So um, I don't yeah. know how I missed this. I'm scrolling down. and He's like, I was raised Christian, read the Bible five times. I know exactly <laughs> why God flooded the earth. You can't make maybe any excuses to what? Read it a, maybe you should read it a few more times than it'll take. Oh, yeah. yeah. You read the Bible, name five apostles. <laughs> you can't... Five times he read that fucking thing? Fucking... Did he, did he read it with his finger under each word, sounding everything out? <laughs> have you guys ever Dude, tried... Have I you, have to read the Bible that way. Have you guys ever tried to read the Bible? No. It's, it's right. old English, man. It, it's nonsensical. You could interpret it in a modern way, in whatever insane way you want. Every page is a nightmare. Oh yeah, there there are lots of uh, updates as well, like to the Bible to make it easier for certain audiences to read. And you know, you get to take more uh, more liberal strokes with all of it, so to speak. <laughs> uh, I remember um, I was gifted the Extreme Teen Bible <laughs> when I was like ten years old. Uh, that was uh, dog shit, of course. I tried to read the real thing, uh, the uh, or at least the uh, King James edition, uh, which is, yeah. again, taking lots of liberties with it. And by the time you get to numbers, which is just numbering off like the shit that uh, the king of whatever fucking dipshit kingdom around there had, like how many head of oxen, how many sheep he had, it's like, I cannot believe that this is what we have based our society on. This is dog shit. Yeah, it's... It's 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 fucking Dungeons and Dragons written like thousands of years ago. It's was, just sorry. It was the extreme version of the Bible. Like God said, "Let there be light," and it was rad. You're so so like spot on with it, dude. For not <laughs> like I know you didn't grow up in the uh, rad teen evangelical '90s like I unfortunately had to, but it's pretty pretty fucking close to it. Everybody's seen the uh, the episode of uh, King of the Hill where Bobby joins a uh, a modern praise and worship band. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> oh man, there's so many good quotes in that episode. You're not making Christianity better, you're making rock and roll worse. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. And listen, I want to apologize for a second time because and and, and viewers, listeners, I want you to know that trying to follow Anything Ronnie Radke is trying to make a point about is damn near impossible because I, I I think he is pro-choice. I, I'm going through the tweets a little further, and the point he's trying to make to a Christian guy is that God kills babies in the Bible. He does. And so, therefore, Christians should not use the Bible as a means to tell people you know not to kill babies. That's that's fair <laughs> these these like i i wish i could follow the thread here but there's no thread with ronnie radke there's just tatters no you're, you're tatters of a mind gone wrong yeah you're trying to follow a beautiful mind here it's just you don't have enough uh string and yarn yarn and a, a fucking cork board to do it i'm not a, i'm not a professional I'm, I'm not a mental health expert whatsoever and so that Therefore, I cannot comment any further on Ronnie Radke's tweets. I think the lesson that we should take out of this is not just him, but other musicians and celebrities maybe don't put so much stock into the things they say and the things they do because a lot of them aren't very bright and a lot of them are just talking out of their ass or shooting from the cuff and um, don't get taken in by suckers, you know, or don't be a sucker and get taken in by them rather, you know seeing some stupid things out there and then immediately people correcting them like here's a picture of when they uh stopped abortion in mexico and then they had riots and now they have full abortions for everyone and then someone's like i'm from mexico this didn't happen <laughs> mexico is a little bit more complicated than um like unless you're 
a lot of shit goes down all the time. That's what I'll say. <laughs> it's a little bit more complex. A little bit. Just just a bit. Um, we don't have to get into Mexican politics. We can, we can move on. Is there any news that you guys wanted to bring up uh, to give the people... The, the good listeners here, maybe just a shred of goofy escapism in terms of metal news or opinions or otherwise. Oh. I can segue it if we want. Yeah, fucking please. Speaking of terrible opinions on abortion, Megadeth <laughs> has a new song out. Oh, that's pretty. Okay. That's a pretty good segue. That's a that's like a a more technical trick. <laughs> um, yeah, let's say. Very much a, a grind maneuver that you don't see dis- displayed too often. Uh, okay, so Megadeth has a new song. Uh, I, uh, I I saw a bunch of chatter when it came out. Uh, there was uh, various camps of people saying um, Megadeth is back. This is the best thing that they've done in years. And other people saying uh, Megadeth has literally never been good. You're you're lying to yourself. Rust in Peace is not a good album. And uh, <clears throat> wow. The, those the, those people are wrong, of course. That's yeah. not correct. Rust in Peace is like what got us here. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if you Come don't, on. If you don't like Rust in Peace, that's fine. Just fucking keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Just be silent. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard the new song. Have you You guys have heard it? I mean, I, I, I haphazardly struggled to hear it before we started recording so I could have an opinion on it. Uh, what did you guys think? What did the song, Chapter One, like, we will... We'll We're be back, back chapter one. Um, so it's like a prequel to uh, that movie where the uh, the dinosaurs come back. You took my joke right from my fucking face. Sorry, you man. Stole it from my soul. We are parallel brothers. You understand? <laughs> Great minds think alike, Joe. I'm nothing but happy to hear you got that joke. We're both just the same stupid asshole that's the same <laughs> age. <laughs> Megadeth will be back, chapter one. Uh, Jordan, have you heard the song? I have. I. I find it funny that they have chapter one because it does imply that there's going to be at least a chapter two. And it could entirely be like, actually, on second thought, we've decided we're not coming back. Chapter two. Yeah, chapter two, we are back. Oddly enough, it's the last track on their new album. Awesome. Um, the album's called The Sick, The Dying, dot, 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 and The Dead exclamation point. You got it's it. Terrible name. Just yeah, terrible let's, name. let's talk about that because I got the album uh, cover... And the song, and I don't know if I don't know what you guys were up to necessarily in the last two two and a half years, um, but maybe this this might have been oh geez like a bit a bit out of mode to make an album this title and have a cover like this where people are dying of a plague in the streets and you got Vic Rattlehead standing there looking cool still. Gotta assume that was a um, <clears throat> intentional choice. I I, I think anyway. Uh, I don't, what, what do you think, Jordan? They've been working on it for two years, so I'm sure it's not a mistake. No. And I take issue with you saying Vic Rattlehead's looking cool because this album looks like it is the same terrible computerized polygons that iron maiden's dance dance of death album mm-hmm. looks like well not, we've been making fun of for 20 years and this is pretty close to that now let me defend myself here very quickly because when i say it looks cool i don't i don't mean i think it looks cool okay i think you know they we, think, you think right. they think it's cool i think i'm very confident that they thought they were like yes this is fucking awesome this looks so sick Awesome you know, it's like everything is brown and a little bit of orange. It's a yeah. shit. It's a straight shit brown. Yeah, uh, a lot of people coming up during our generation saw the movie Napoleon Dynamite, for instance. Like a lot of us, kind of knew a guy that was like that, who thought that all of the wrong things were really, really cool, like having bow staffs in your locker and and things like that, and they just really leaned into that as. You know, this is what makes me badass. Having this shuriken in my belt is what makes me fucking cool, you know. And Yeah, those guys all um, have, like, insane gun arsenals now. <laughs> yeah, or they're listening to the latest Megadeth album or, you know, excited to hear this one. And anyway, I've, I've heard the music. Uh, I, I agree. I agree it is the best. It's the very best song Megadeth has put out in fucking years. I absolutely agree with that statement. With that said, bad song. It's still bad. Still sucks. It's a little dookie, to be honest with you. It's 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 hitting dookie notes for me. 
it's not as bad as Super Collider, but that's true. Um, yeah, that's the only thing that is of merit here is that it's not Super Super Collider, and it, it does have riffs, but it's like that. Um, that has been kind of riff salad we get from bands of this level these days when these guys are over their fifties. That's it's very typical of that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to like, let's listen to a new Exodus album or a new Testament album. Like it's all, it all sounds the fucking same. Like a yeah, new anthrax album. Yeah. Anthrax hasn't put out an album that didn't sound like the last five albums and the last seven albums. It's just, they, they only had, they kind of fell on this formula. Same thing happened with Slayer. Remember Slayer fell on this formula in the, in the late nineties and they couldn't quite shake it. And it was not really what they sounded like when they started putting out music or, or having albums like, like seasons, of the abyss or whatever, which had some different kind of hooks and stuff. They just, they, I feel like when they put out that punk album, they just kind of kept doing that. Was it uh, fuck the uh, that was the cover undisputed album. attitude or yeah. whatever? Yeah, it was the the punk cover album, which was you know obviously just a cover album, but somehow they took that that theme musically and just ran with it for the rest. They had this really shitty like fast riff bark music, and it was bad. And Megadeth much the same way. They're they're all over the place. But what um, what do you think of it, Jordan? Uh, it's fine if not totally forgettable. Uh, the thing I took away from this is, uh, at least for fans in like the YouTube comment section, things like that, we're like, make that's back, make that's better than ever. And I, I looked onto their Wikipedia page because make that's been a revolving door. Um, David Mustaine's obviously the only original member, and everyone else has been in the band for less than 10 years so hmm. it's kind of hard to say they're back or this is they sound great it's these are new guys they're essentially hired help Kiko Larrero, Dick Rubiren they haven't been around that long and even the bass on the album it was um, Dave Ellison but they took away his bass parts and just re-recorded everything with Testament's bass and yeah, which is Giorgio which so is so silly <laughs> It's you know Dave Mustaine and friends, but you can't make money putting out a Dave Mustaine album. So you do you throw the Megadeth name on it, and you know it could have been worse. Uh, have you seen the video for this? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Just pew pew gun with like the really bad gun firing effect on stuff that you would see on the Asylum movies. Yeah, this is a straight um, D- straight to DVD like uh, action just a generic military movie it fucking sucks dude and dave is looking extra crusty when they show him for 0.5 seconds he should have not Uh, been in this video (laughs) and one interesting thing i found while uh looking at this video on youtube is just expanding the the detail section where they do have lyrics if you're extra curious um they also have links to all their social media including a megadeth tiktok which I t- oh no! I, I hope it's Dave Mustaine like doing the gritty while pointing to boxes. Um, but there's one little paragraph in here that I didn't know about that puts some things into greater perspective of what Dave and Megadeth are up to these days. Introducing Megadeth's Cyber Army 3.0, a Web3 ecosystem dedicated to Megadeth fans and collectors. The first collection, Rattleheads, is coming soon and will feature a generative collection of Vic Rattleheads highlighting nearly 40 years of iconic themes and imagery. The whitelist begins now. Join our official Discord for access. Dude, I think that the whitelist began a year ago. <laughs> like, this has been going for a while, dude. I, I, I think that he tried to scrape some dough on the back end of it, and it just has not done anything. Good. Yeah, um, how we doing on how we doing on Smegma Coin? Can we find out uh, what that's worth at, at this current time? <laughs> Smegma Coin futures are looking bright. Uh, if you buy the dip, <laughs> yeah, that dip just keeps dipping, man. So I just keep buying. You know, like I can't wait to be a trillionaire. It's it's, it's the only smart move. Once you you're in the hole, you got to keep digging. Otherwise, you're never gonna get out. Yeah, right. That hole is a complete you. 
that uh, you know starts from the ground and you just buy your way back up to the ground. Um, it, it is interesting to see the cyclical nature of themes happening again. Um, you know, for years now, and I, I'm a big proponent of it. I think it's fucking awesome. Uh, bands have been putting out their their albums on cassette because it's cheaper to do than vinyl. It's cheaper for band for fans to purchase. Like it's not a huge commitment. You're not going to wait at a pressing plant for forever. And uh, you know people love it. It's a little choshi or whatever for ten bucks. Uh, Dave Mustaine has seen this. Uh, Grandpa is aware of the trends. So he's putting out uh, a new Megadeth album on cassette for the first time in many years. Uh, for the low, low price of $23, you can get the new Megadeth album on cassette. How much do we usually buy cassettes for on a place like Bandcamp? Five, six, eight, twelve dollars $12 tops? Yeah, I, I bought the new Wilhelm Scream album on cassette last night for $10, you know, which is a little bit inflated from what you would normally purchase. Yeah. <laughs> cassettes are fucking cheap, man. That's... Yeah. That's why they're cool, but this is that's that's really odd. That's very that's a that's a very inflated price. This, this uh, I don't have a lot would, of experience. I mean, Sorry. that's more than uh, cassette costs in like 1996 at Sam Goody. <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience with digital audio being converted to tape. Uh, uh, I don't know if that would sound very good. Like, I mean, if you're you know if you're talking about something that was recorded analog back in the 80s and 90s and then converted to an analog format. And I mean, maybe this is true of vinyl as well. Like, I feel like it would probably be a bit more authentic to how it was supposed to sound, whereas the saturation is probably all sorts of fucked up if you just put a digitally recorded piece of media on tape. I don't know. You you are correct. And, like, it's it's the exact same thing with vinyl. Like, if you have, if it's all analog, it's going to sound better. It, you were not meant to do all digital with these, you know, physical formats, but we do it anyway um, because it, ultimately it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, everything is just like this is a tchotchke, this is a souvenir. Absolutely. Even if even if you're listening to it, I mean, you, you could listen to it in higher fidelity through your computer. Everybody everybody seems to agree. I think. I I don't think that's true, but that's okay. We can we don't have to get any further into this horrible horrible rabbit hole. Oh yeah, we're um, Mosh off correcting us on this one. Yeah yeah, let's let's not. So, um, new bag of death music, uh, not good. Before um, we move on, I I'm looking at the track listing for this album. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah, we got There's, it. There's I just want to point out the two digital bonus tracks. One is this planet's on fire, which is a Sammy Hagar cover. Oh god. And okay. But they do something smart and they actually get Sammy Hagar to do vocals on it. So credit to them for not having Dave Mustaine trying to sing like Sammy Hagar. And the other bonus track, Police Truck oh. from Dead Kennedys. Oh, man, that's a bad... You're playing with fucking fire on that one. <laughs> like, does he know what the song... It's, the song is pretty fucking explicit about what it's about. <laughs> Maybe he was playing Tony Hawk and she's like, hey, I like this song. Ah, it is a good song. Gotta gotta give him credit there. But for a guy that's pretty staunchly uh, right wing, that's a strange choice. (laughs) I want to listen to it. That's the only thing about this that has been intriguing to me. I want to hear the Megadeth cover of Police Truck. Maybe he fancies himself as some sort of free thinker, Dave Mustaine, and sort of has that. 80s were just raging against all government so i am i am compatible to this dead kennedy song that came out when i was young i i would i would love to get his thoughts on why he did it so i'm hoping that you know six months from now blabbermouth uh shed something out about it <laughs> and i hope someone asked jella by about it too oh my god that would be so funny you know I'm a member of the press. I'm going to try to do this. Jello doesn't have a lot going on. I'm going to talk to him. Yeah, get him on the show. Just call him up, and as he answers, you go, "Uh, is this Jello? Yes, it's Jello. Hey, Jello. Yes, this is Jello. He just talks to me for seven hours straight without taking a breath, you know? (laughs) 
Um, yeah, the, the the Toil of Hell X Jello the Offer podcast is a forty five part series. <laughs> They're gonna make an HBO miniseries about it. <laughs> um, all right. From here, uh, I know I, I I mentioned it at the top of the show when I was trying to be earnest, uh, but yeah, well, let's talk about more old guy shit. Asti has a new song. God damn it. Ozzy has been knocking on death's door for a while now. Like it seemed he had, uh, I forget what surgery he had the other day, but it was looking a little bleak, but he's, he's still kicking. And, um, the powers that be are making him continue to work, even though he should not be doing that. The powers that be named Sharon. Yes. Sharon specifically. (laughs) Yeah. The song is called patient number nine. Um, it is already rapidly closing in on a million views on YouTube. Um, it's okay, I guess. I don't, I don't know what to expect from Ozzy Osbourne in 2022. It's so wildly, all of his problems. It's so wildly inconsistent, all of the things that he puts out now. Like, you don't know what it's going to sound like. I mean, for me, I have not liked any of it. <laughs> but it's all sounded different. So that's that's a plus, I guess. Um, but yeah, you sent me this, uh, I hit play on it. Uh, I like, I like the main riff a lot. I think, I think that's a cool riff. I will throw that out there. And who does the riff? Jeff Beck, who, as soon as Johnny Depp won his deposition case, uh, when he was done abusing his ex-wife, uh, Jeff Beck put out a statement saying they're releasing an album together. So that's fun. Now, now, look, hey, the courts uh, made him made her pay more money than she paid him. And okay, that's so he didn't do it. I uh, one person paid more money than the other and the person who paid more money than the other one was wrong. I'm, I'm going to betray my ignorance here. I did not follow any of the legal uh, stuff between those two. Uh, but I've gone with my gut on this, which has served me well my entire life, and that I look at Johnny Depp and I think, Christ, what an asshole. And uh, that's how I've that's how I form my judgments and how I've lived my life. And it has not not once steered me wrong. You I managed mean, you managed to avoid social media forcing you to see TikTok videos and YouTube clips and all these uh, information being throttled and put into your, your view, despite yeah. never reading anything. Yeah, I'm more amazed that you avoided break room tables for the last year like just women just sitting there watching this openly blaring on their cell phone any given moment they could just live proceedings of this shit just completely entranced in it that's been that's been a regular thing at the hospital where a lot of my coworkers are were pretty um in tune with it uh fortunately i was able to avoid it by doing my job <laughs> we we definitely don't have to get into it that far but um the Based on everything that went down and all the court proceedings and all the memes and fucking clips and everything, this is just a very clear sign of one of those couples that actively abuses each other is just like equally shitty to each other and should have just broken up and kept it out of everybody's business. It's a um, toxic relationship, you would say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the way that they uh, they wrapped up the case is that I think I believe it was Johnny Depp did end up owing Amber Heard five million dollars for actually abusing her and owing her money. And Amber Heard owed him 15 million dollars or 25 million dollars, just like a lot more money because there was some libel or slander that took place in her case because she exaggerated the claims. She was abused. They agreed she was abused, but not as much as she said. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm real glad that I didn't follow any of that breathlessly. Because <laughs> none, none of this changes my opinion either. I still look at yeah. Johnny Depp. I'm like, Christ, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's going to have a, like, the next movie he's going to be in is going to make a billion dollars. Like, whatever, whatever pile of shit where he character acts not that well, it, that gets put out by whomever, it's going to, it's, it's, 
too many people are going to go fucking see it. I think he basically I like, got his career back. I, I Johnny Depp has had such a long career. I can look back on it and think of like one role I liked him in. Maybe <laughs> it's pretty. Ed, pretty Edward weird. Scissorhands, where he's covered up and doesn't speak a lot. What was it? Secret Window. What the fuck was that movie? Called? Oh, the uh, the uh, Hitchcock re, uh, re- remake. No, I, I liked uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, where he's a scumbag CIA agent who gets his oh, eyes ripped out. Yeah. Um, back, back to the Ozzy Osbournes. Anyway, before we <laughs> fall into that, um, it feels like it's a combination of a bunch of like his earlier hits, like trying to jigsaw puzzle piece things in that worked in the eighties, and they're just trying to do it again now with his voice struggling as yeah. much as it is. Uh, a lot of pitch video? correction, a lot of it, a lot of it. Yeah, where he doesn't quite sound human. Uh, have you seen the video for it? Yeah, the video um, is a little cringe, but it's also a little bit tight. Uh, that's it's a hard line to walk. So as I was t- saying, like the music sounds like it's piecing together a lot of his different hits. It feels like the video is too, because there is some sort of beast creature that's just like bark at the moon, but has alopecia now and doesn't have as much fur, um, and it looks like a discount giant. On Goblicon from Necro Goblicon, <laughs> and uh, you know it's interspersed in with like video of Ozzy and some sort of asylum with his pretty makeup on, and there's a lot of animation in it. When I was watching him, like this looks like Todd McFarlane, just not as good. No, it's Todd McFarlane. Yeah, it's the same as uh, Do the Evolution for Pearl Jam, just or, you know, um, twenty years later, and not quite leader. as crisp. Follow the leader, yeah. He had his moment and i guess they're hooking up again or for the first time for them and yeah todd mcfarland directed this um yeah it's uh the animation i thought was actually kind of fun i guess it's been a long time since anybody has given a shit about music videos um with high production values which is understandable i mean there's no money to be made with this uh but i i like the animation uh i it's it's very cringe to see Ozzy as just a broken old man, like sitting on the side of a bed, like, you know, talking about, oh, I need pills. It's like, I don't, I don't much care for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Check out those veneers, man. And and like that reminded me of the no more tears video, just the way it was shot the coloring. So again, it feels like just a bunch of things being put together as Sharon wheels him out one more time. Is No More Tears the last, like, solid Aussie song? Was yeah, it a probably. solid Aussie song? I, I like No a More hit. Tears. You if anything, it? we could all agree it was a big hit. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hmm. Uh, I think the riff is tight. I'm into it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't realize that was uh, Jeff Beck until he told me. Do not generally associate that with anything other than, like, uh, you know... Uh, middle-aged uh, blues guitar riff convention kind of thing. Dentist guitar. And what do you say? Dentist guitar. Yeah, dentist guitar all the way. So uh, good for him for doing something different, I guess. <clears throat> get, um, get paid and then, you know, use that money to go on tour with Johnny Depp. As far as, like, Jeff Beck is concerned, it's like a one-hit wonder that people have been talking about his guitar skills for 30 years, and I don't know why. Yeah, see also uh, Kenny Wayne Shepard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, um, so, uh, same thing with that fucking Creed guitarist. Oh, Tremonti. Mark yeah. Tremonti. I don't fucking... Yeah, I'm, I don't trust anybody that's like really into Tremonti or Alter Bridge or whatever. It's like, you're you're like a secret evangelical. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Ozzy told SiriusXM that the lyrics for Patient Number 9, the song we're talking about, which he co-wrote with producer Andrew Watt, were inspired by his relationship with his wife and manager, Sharon. Quote Andrew Ozzy, the song is about a mental institution. <laughs> it's a cry for help. Ozzy's asking us to help him. Um, oh, yeah. he, does, uh, he does hit on all of the new metal tropes on this one, I gotta say. He's like, ah, I'm so fucking crazy. Ha ha ha. I'm scared. Ozzy, we know you're in the hospital bed for legitimate reasons, but the producer's here to film a music video. We still need you to work, Diddy. He, um, he deserves a break. He really does. Like, permanently. Just. 
retire, please. You have more money than three gods. Fucking stop it. I uh, I don't know. I don't know what Sharon's financial situation is, where she keeps trying to get blood out of a stone, but that stone is very tired and very sick. Well, she got canceled and kicked off the talk, uh, as we discussed in our 300th episode. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't think I've heard from her since. So, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the taxes are taking a bigger hit on the old Osborne household than we were expecting. And, uh, you know, they just got to... They just got to keep things afloat. What with the uh, gas prices and all, so that's true. In this economy, you can't afford to not work. Right. Um, well, those Rolls Royces, man, they're thirsty. Overall, what's your view on this one, Jordan? Uh, like Megadeth, fine, but entirely forgettable. That's 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 about right on this one. Um, do you guys like uh, drinking water? I really, um, I really, I really do. It's almost like I can't live without it. It's like an addiction for you or something, right? It's fucked up, man. I just like, I feel like every day of my life, I can't quite make it through the end of the day without some kind of water or maybe something that's made with water. It's just, I can't fucking help it, man. I have, I have a problem. It's like you get really sick if you don't have it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got great news for you, as a self-professed fan of water, and as a fan of heavy metal music, there is a brand that is designed to meet your needs. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't your dad's water. Hell no. This isn't your grandpa's water. Fuck that. This is fucking water that's metal. Metal water. Yeah. Pussies are not allowed to drink this water. Only a real metal heads yeah um if you if you don't have a four-sided long sleeve and a pair of viper pit viper sunglasses don't even fucking try to sip this shit yeah um if you were a false do not drink this water not for posers you know gay kept on the water so it's called liquid death you can get it at your local 7-eleven maybe yeah and um it's everywhere it is uh, at Whole Foods, Target, Safeway, and 7-Eleven. Target, wow. O- over 29,000 locations carry it. It's fantastic. And look, listen, uh, before we get too into it, um, yeah, you could just get just pure spring water from Liquid Death in a can. Uh, but they also have like some uh, kind of like sweet seltzer drinks that they have that are just sweet with agave nectar and... I like them a lot. I actually like them a lot. They're not uh, they're not like a lot of seltzer where it, it tastes like you're drinking pure TV static. It's very subtly bubbly, and I, I appreciate their like flavored drinks. Um, they're all named cringy stuff like Mango Chainsaw and Berry Delive, like a fucking you know berry flavor. It's water, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's water. It's fucking water, dude. Um, yeah, uh, liquid death, of course, if you go see a show, you can, you can purchase liquid death from a variable price between somewhere, uh, between four and $8 or 11, 12, $14. You can do what I do, which is at every single show I think I've ever been to, there is a fucking blue Home Depot water cooler and some paper cups and you can just drink the bilge water out of there and it's fine. (laughs) Drink out of the sticker sink. That's all you need. Um, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of the uh, the cooler. Uh, I like that there is water available when I'm feeling parched, and I don't need to navigate with a bartender if I want uh, water. I can, I can just serve myself. I think that's a neat thing. I uh, feel like that's kind of a rare thing. Really? With the shows I go to in the Northeast, yeah, we are not accommodated in that same way. I think probably because you're from Texas – they don't have a choice. They really got to keep you guys hydrated in those places. But uh, but up in the Northeast, man, I'm I'm usually paying for my own water. That is wrong to me. <laughs> it's water. You're, everybody needs it all the time. I like literally. I I probably have gotten so desperate at my very young broke age and couldn't afford like a four dollar bottle of water and took a fucking handful 
full of water from the goddamn bathroom sink at some of these shows I've been to. It's I the fucking cooler is something I see and really appreciate, but it's rare. It's fucking rare. Jordan, do you do you normally see the cooler? Uh, well, I'm cute, so I just bat my eyes at the bartender, and they usually just give me a cup of water for free. Oh, you fancy, huh? <laughs> oh. It depends on the venue, honestly. Some will just give you a cup of water with some ice in it. Others, they might have to sell you a bottle of water for two dollars, three dollars. Uh, like I said, depending on the venue, some of them don't want to give out bottles because they might throw them <laughs> at the bands, or vice versa. They don't want to give cups, so people aren't like throwing ice around things like that so um you know depends on where you go honestly okay so so let's get into this why are we talking about this liquid death brand not something we've i mean it's funny it's funny that um these guys somehow have successfully marketed something so basic to metal fans and as such have become very popular but the reason we're bringing them up is because very recently uh, the a little itty bitty independent label that most of us have not heard of, uh, Nuclear Blast Records. Um, they've done a logo redesign lately. Very simple, very modern graphic design. Just big bold white font. And Which seems unnecessary. Their logo was fine. Yeah, their logo was fine. I don't. You're, I, you're absolutely right. I like the reason. I like the new one. <laughs> oh yeah, the new one. The new one's fine too. It's just why bother? I. I'm sure there's a real reason, like, we were going to lose rights to our little radioactive symbol, so we needed something else. But, <laughs> you know, eh, like, why change it, like, so completely, um, other than maybe there's some sort of actual reason that we'll just never know about. If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Like, it's just, we get its nuclear blast. I mean, we all know that Metal Blade Records kind of actively has several acceptable logos, um, you got the uh, the blade, blade, yep. right? It's yep. the um. The axe. Well, there's a, a guillotine. It's like a guillotine blade coming down. That was the word I was looking for. And there's the axe, right? And then there's the uh, the the pirate logo with the two swords and the skull. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like a bunch of metal blade records logos. So I don't see it as a redesign. It's just like another logo that can be associated with nuclear blast, right? That's fair. Yeah, fair, right? You get to put it on a t-shirt. Anyway. The, the big issue that uh, the Liquid Death brand is having is that it's a skull with flesh being blown off it, which is probably the most original logo in the history of metal music. Like, you've <laughs> never seen any art or T-shirts where flesh is being blown off of a guy's skull anywhere. Any eighth ever. graders notebook that they're doodling on in math class. Yeah, Skin got, melting off a skull. I got in trouble for drawing that kind of shit in the eighth grade. <laughs> oh man, we all did. Um, so yeah, nuclear blast logo. So bold yeah, font, they, they, they recently launched this nuclear blast, their new logo, which yeah. again, I like it. It's a simple skull with simple. flesh being blown, blown off of it. Tastefully, tastefully pleasant to the eye. And this fucking water brand, this fucking brand of canned water, goes ahead and makes a post here. It says, We are honored that famous metal record label Nuclear Blast Records is so in love with liquid death and our mission of health and sustainability that they recently designed, decided to make their logo a complete homage to our logo. Your records have been an inspiration to us for, record, for, for decades, so it's a true honor to have inspired you right back. Uh, emoji metal horns emoji emoji skull hashtag liquid death hashtag logo which i will say is a little sassy it's a it i but i don't think it's that big of a deal i don't think this is any more hateful or hurtful than your any given any given pop tart tweet like yeah i don't think this was that big of a deal shut the fuck up brand of water <laughs> that's my yeah, opinion right yeah silence brand with the crab and the laser eyes um, um, so yeah, so, they, they do a side by side comparison of the nuclear right. blast logo, the new one, which is you know pretty uh, minimalist skull uh, flesh being blown off, with their logo circa, circa 2018, which is a skull uh, that's you know got wavy ass water flying off of it. The two are barely similar. Like this is I mean, this is yeah, nonsense. You really, to me. if you really, if you really side by side them, there's two anatomical differences happening here 
Um, the nuclear blast logo guy, he's in a nuclear blast, so his skin is getting blown off his face. He's got speed Whereas lines. With, right, speed lines. It's very clear. Whereas with Liquid Death, the skin is being melted off by, you know, water, harsh, acidic water. You know, like it's I get it. Both convey very different things despite the similarities. Um, so so not really that similar. You know, here's a guy getting blown up. Here's a guy getting melted. Both people have skulls. I'm sorry to say um, where we started to get into trouble is that uh, this was designed by a real human being. The guy who. Uh, made the nuclear blast logo. His name's Justin Mole, and uh, Mole or Mall is it M O L L? Is it Mole or Mall? What I do think you guys? Mole. Mole. Okay. Uh, uh, Mall writes, "Hey, Liquid Death. It stinks. You assume I lifted your artwork. This is a real bummer for me. Just take a look at my art. I draw skulls and stuff, all sorts of skulls. Nothing special or fancy about it. For this particular project." I simply developed a blasted skull in a style I've been honing for several years. I do it for fun mostly because it certainly isn't about all the money I don't make, <laughs> which is kind of like pretty funny that you're calling out a brand you're working with. He's right, though. Hey. Like, even if you're working with a big client, designers don't make dick. Yeah, but I just I think it's kind of funny that he's unintentionally calling out nuclear blast is not paying him enough. Um, but anyway, he goes on. You should know that no one asked me to draw something like yours and that I did not use reference. I created it on my own in my attic with a pencil and paper. It was one of several options. The only thing I was thinking about while drawing blasted skulls was how cool it was to work with such a rad company. Sorry. You think I copied your art. It's not the case. I don't even like water. <laughs> I'm a Mountain Dew man only. <laughs> and to everyone else who has ruined my day, fuck you. <laughs> I dig this guy. <laughs> I don't even like water. <laughs> I, I like this guy a lot. He's got. I mean, he's going to get kidney stones. He needs to drink some water. Yeah, please, Justin, if you're listening, we're not trashing you, man. Just fucking drink water. I, you don't have to like it. Just, you know, you got to swallow your pills with something, man. Drink water, okay? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Put down the silver bullets and drink water. We got uh, we got a fucking water brand, uh, you know, accusing an artist of ripping them off. The artist rightfully saying, "Fuck you." <laughs> I I draw skulls and listen to metal. I don't give a shit about your fucking water brand. Now now here's the thing: when um, Liquid Death made their kind of like I said, just a little sass, little cheeky statement, not that serious. We all kind of saw it as such. Um, and then they proceeded to apologize to the artist, but in doing so, they kind of revealed exactly how extremely hard but hurt they were about the fact that Nuclear Blast totally ripped them off. Yeah, I'm not mad. Let me expand on this with seven paragraphs about how not <laughs> mad I am. So, Liquid Death, in, in their official Facebook, like, you're a fucking brand, man. You're selling in Target, and you're fighting with, like, some guy drawing skulls online. So, anyway, they reply, we would like to clarify our logo comparison post from yesterday. Great. Off to a killer at, start. Yeah. At Dr. Wolfenbergen, we were not at all taking a jab at you as an artist, which is why we did not tag or mention you. Piece of you shit. Drew a, a, <laughs> you drew a cool skull that coincidentally looks very similar to our official logo. Nothing wrong with that, but when a multi-million dollar global record label decides to use that art as their business logo, that's a very different thing, especially when we know for a fact that before the logo launched, employees at Nuclear Blast voiced to higher-ups that the skull was way too similar to our skull logo, and the Nuclear Blast execs decided to ignore the concern and do it anyway. Nobody, nobody is like... Nobody. Nobody, oh no, think about the water. <laughs> Fuck nobody you. Nobody burst into that fucking meeting. No intern ran in. Sir, sir, sir. Like that fucking, where did you get that information? That's insane to me. Many people are saying uh, this. <laughs> would have been so easy to have the artist tweak a new skull to be more unique. Any hate from our fans to the artist is totally misguided and wrong. Are you? Who Not is a fucking self-proclaimed fan of the water company? <laughs> Yeah, check their comment section or even look up Liquid Death on Twitter and check uh, 
the photos tab and see people proudly displaying their $8 can of punk rock water. Imagine being such a fucking mark. You're like, oh my God, liquid death. Look, I bought your product. (laughs) (laughs) Any hate from our fans to the artist is totally misguided and wrong. But just like, and yeah, to get into that fucking, who are these people piling on because of like a water brand and a major record label art design it's like touch grass jesus fucking christ not at all his fault and to be clear we don't tell people to do anything the internet is crazy and end of the day we don't really care about the nuclear blast skull logo here's us not caring for three paragraphs we didn't call lawyers like many jerk offs would we simply called them out in a funny way no you didn't because shame on them shame on them jordan and joe here shame on them for being told this feels like a liquid death ripoff and them doing it anyway and essentially giving us the finger that our hard work to build a brand doesn't matter. Man, fuck your brand. <laughs> and the hard work of artist Will Carsola, who spent hours making us our very unique, identifiable skull logo to build our company around. And Dr. Wolfenbergen, we fucking love your work and would hire you any day to make art for us no they won't but seriously apologize we i'm sorry we seriously apologize man for what you had to deal with again your art is not the issue at all the wrong is what a big record label decided to do from a business standpoint which is the bigger company the one that makes uh symphonic metal records that uh, sell well in like only former soviet countries or is it the fucking water brand that's at every 7-Eleven? I can't figure it out. <laughs> the water, I, I you know, I've, I've avoided liquid death because, I mean, why am I going to spend a lot of money on canned water? Um, so I dug around a little bit and I was just kind of curious about who this company is and where they came from. And the guy behind it, Mike Cesario, is like an ad guy. So that's why they have great advertising. Of course he, is. he worked for Netflix. So this is how they have good videos and, you know, easily getting into uh, getting coverage from various real news outlets and, you know, metal and music blogs and things like that. And um, just looking at funding, they got like their initial funding, a couple of million dollars from like one of the founders of Twitter. And just recently, they got $75 million in funding from uh, primarily a startup studio called Science Inc., which makes them a strong minority holder. And the Science Inc. co-founder, Mike Jones, who I don't think is the rapper, said, "I I wish we owned more. And digging in a little bit further to this, some of the other people who are funding this totally punk rock DIY, we make water even though we really don't. We just like own land rights and scoop our cans into a natural spring. Investors include Access Capital, Nomad Venture Fund, Science Inc., Power Plant Partners, Tony Hawk, Kelly Campbell, Michael Ryan Dubin, Steve Aoki, and Live Nation Entertainment. You're, you've mentioned yeah. some of my greatest personal villains in a row there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you guys are not underdogs. You're not some plucky young company. You're, you're a multi-million dollar organization. Yeah, and you stole uh, your entire fucking shtick from real metal, like real metal artists, real metal labels. Like, your entire brand is just glomming onto their shit. And now you're going to turn around and be like, I can't believe you would rip us off. Fuck you. Fuck everything you stand for. Fuck your water. Fuck your cans. I hope your company fucking blows up. I hope you all get arrested for embezzlement. I don't know. Just whatever financial crime somebody actually can get arrested for. I hope you go into a hole forever. But Joe, they don't use plastic and that's good. Yeah, neither do like the the millions of other brands of fucking carbonated water I like. It's it's I all can, it's fucking bubble water, dude. Jesus Christ. I, can, I feel like I'm I losing can, my mind throw, here. I can throw my can, my metal can in the trash bag and I'll feel good about it. I uh You can make a car out of it if you find it in the landfill at the bottom of all the plastic. <laughs> 
this is making me feel insane. Am I am I losing my mind on this one? <laughs> no, or? you're you're absolutely fucking right. You're you're absolutely right. And uh, you know, I I liked the flavor of some of their stuff. I did. Um, granted, it's like a dollar thirty at Seven Eleven. Sure, if you're if paying you, eight dollars for it at a fucking you the more show. You're you're a mark. Yeah. But, um, it's it, it's not worth this, man. Like that sucks because. These guys, I mean, they have the audacity to come off as like, hey, man, you guys are fucking us over. You guys are ripping us off. And it's just, oh, you guys are metal themed and use a skull. Congratulations. Like, I'm sorry. You were the first ever fucking just brand or anything to do that. Come, come, come fucking on. We talked about earlier in the show the extreme Bible and how you have a youth preacher turning his hat backwards and his chair backwards and rapping with you about his cool bro, JC. This is the equivalent of like metal broing, trying to be cool marketing to people like us and to soccer moms. 100%. We're not like those other water companies. We're not Dasani, which is owned by Pepsi or Coca-Cola. We're the cool water company that's owned by venture capitalists. Exactly. Uh, so <clears throat> again, like we, we've established here, not a fan. I'm going to go ahead and vague tweet somebody. I don't follow them. This just popped up in my feed. This is, uh, I think an independent, uh, metal artist it says here, liquid death partners with venues and sponsors bands, partners with venues and sponsors bands helps pay artists during COVID lockdowns, actively participates in the metal and hardcore scene dude in a cannibal corpse shirt. Lol, they're edgy. Why are you going out of your way to defend a fucking brand? Seriously, think about that. Like, yeah, what has like, what has this brand done for you? And would they ever do anything for you unless they were getting your credibility out of it? Fucking think for a like, second. Think, think, right? Because why would a sparkling water company be supporting bands on tours and things like that? So they can have a fucking pop-up tent at the festival and sell their overpriced shit for like $8 a can. It's marketing. It's all marketing. Um, they they know what audience they want to go for, and you're buying it, and that's okay. Like whatever, but don't uh, don't fucking stick up for them in your free time for w- when you're not paid by them. Don't do that. That's not they, good. They will knock over your house if that means they can get to the water underneath the ground. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. And and the irony of that. Uh, tweet that you mentioned is that some of the press photos of the guy who runs this company is him wearing a deicide shirt there you go this is this is going on to your into your scene buying a handful of merch and uh pretending to ingratiate it into like it's it's all meaningless it's all get your head out of your ass <laughs> you're a mark yes you will always be a mark they want your money it's their their you're not going to put out your album and buy your equipment and put you in a nice house. They want your $5. I think that, you know, over the over the last few years, like a lot of people of our like generation or whatever, like especially a lot of independent bands, they they've kind of come to a realization of like what capitalism, consumerism is, what it means for this country, what it means for the the globe and to go ahead and just invert your ideals because they gave you a couple of bucks uh, to to have their brand on stage with you. Like, get it, get out of here. Just get straight out of town, man. And if anything, those bands should try to pick up an old Jägermeister music CD compilation and look at some of the bands that are on there because it goes from like Slayer and Slipknot to bands we have never, ever, ever heard of at the very bottom. And uh, which band do you think you are in the Liquid Death scale? <laughs> Damn, that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty harsh light of day kind of thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's a realistic light of day. It's how it is. I uh, I don't think that brand alignment is good. It's like Calvin pissing on the Ford logo on the back of your Dodge truck. It's like, shut the fuck up with your free advertising. Be quiet. Like, just stop doing work for major companies for free. Yeah, if if they pay you, great. Get the money. You do not have to, in any way, shape, or form, go out of their way to defend them. <laughs> that's that's where I see it, anyway. 
Yeah, but, I think um, I don't think we have anything else to get into. Uh, it's very silly. It's very strange. Uh, maybe, and if you drink Liquid Death and you, and you like you know soda drinks and stuff, I mean, and it, it's funny, and you see the can around your house, and you go, "Oh, I should pick that up because I'm a fucking slob." Then yeah, go ahead. That's fine. I, I might be projecting here, but you know, it's uh, at the end of the day, don't ever ever get involved with the actual actions of these brands. Like, go ahead and consume them as, as you see fit, but. Don't uh, don't go online and talk about it. If they come up with some funny meme, don't go sharing it. Don't go retweet Wendy's. Don't go fucking doing all the things that we we know is just free advertising for them. Don't do it. Yeah, I will say that maybe I am uh, sublimating some of my anger at the world at large on the fucking water company, but no, I'm not. They're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> Do you got anything else to cover, guys? Anything else uh, major this week that people might want to hear about? Or Oh, yeah. You guys should uh, subscribe to the Patreon because we got a new bonus episode coming out uh, and uh, playlists and stuff like that. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good stuff overall, I would say. And that's it for me. Jordan, what do you got? Let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's right. get the fuck out of here. I got some liquid death. I need to go downstairs and drink because... <laughs> Um, it's, uh, you know, it, it could be fucking rainbow unicorn drink. I don't give a shit. I know it's, it's got a, it's, it's got sugar in it and I'm a fat, disgusting fuck that has an addiction to chemicals they put in, you know, the things that I consume. So, uh, keep it metal everybody and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush.